0: Blessings, 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 beloved, and welcome to another episode of Shakat Ministries. You can check out Shakat Ministries every Friday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Beloved, this week I wanted to talk to you as I was pondering about the word submission. Submission, according to Webster's Dictionary, is defined as a legal agreement to submit to the decision or arbitrators. It's an act of submitting something as for consideration or inspection. It is the condition of being submissive, humble, or compliant. It's also an act of submitting to the authority or control of another. No matter how much you complain, criticize, yell, sulk, or withdraw, it is the human condition to assume control and override authority. I've come to understand and believe that all is not lost as we serve a God of U-turns who has given us grace in this dispensation of time to turn things around. We have the ability to love one another into submission. You see, beloveds, in order to be submissive, it is important to consider that submission conveys love. It conveys trust. It conveys respect for authority. You see, submissions, beloved, depicts a willingness to sacrifice your desires in service to another. Every action yields an equal and opposite reaction. We learned this, beloveds, in Physics, what a what. <laughs> Beloveds, understand and remember this, that God tells us in his word that when we learn to submit, when we learn to convey love, when we learn to trust, when we learn to respect, when we have these things for our wives, for our husbands, for our children, for our friends, only then will they be compelled to do the same thing. Why? Because the apostle Paul wrote uh, that uh, uh, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. What am I saying here? I'm saying that all authority, according to Paul, belongs to Christ. You see, when we submit It's because we recognize and honor this truth first and foremost. An obedient man, an obedient woman, or an obedient child is trustworthy and reliable. The motivations of their heart are not selfish, but rather their existence and aim is to the glory and honor of God. Beloveds, we must become men and women under authority. We must subject ourselves to one another we are all subject to someone at at one point or another when we understand this we also understand that by doing so we are also lovers of God we can only love one another into submission by faithfully loving God Jesus Christ of Nazareth taught us when he asked when when he was asked what commandment is the foremost of all In Mark 12 and uh, 28 through verses 31, and Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Therefore, none other commandment greater than these. So what am I saying? Notice the order of God's instructions to us here. The foremost commandment precedes the second. The second follows the first. We cannot love our husbands. We cannot love our wives. We cannot love our children. We cannot love our friends if we do not first love God. Any attempt to generate a biblical love without a devoted heart for our Savior will prove futile. I'm talking about true agape love here, beloveds. Our capacity to love comes only through the empowerment of his heavenly touch. John clearly tells us this in 1 John 4 and 19. We love because he first loved us. Beloved, submission is the greatest expression of love. The same way a child submits to his or her parents is the same way a wife submits to her husband is the same way that the husband submits to our Savior who submits to the Father. Jesus Christ is not only our Savior. He is our example. Paul, the Apostle Paul, Tells us in Ephesians 5 and 12 that therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. Just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Beloveds, when we walk in love, it implies continuity. You see, Apostle Paul wasn't speaking of an occasional expression of affection or physical or otherwise. Rather, he is describing love as an aspect of our character. The Apostle Paul is expressing love as a trait that is deeply embedded in who we are and how we live. It's not just about your lip service. It's about your walk. It's about your manifestation of that love that God has granted to you on the inside. Manifested in everything that we do. Beloveds, remember, for a while we were still helpless. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Romans 5 and 6 tells us this. Beloveds, if you remember nothing else from me this evening, remember to be encouraged. Don't grow weary in your well-doing. 2 Thessalonians 3.13 speaks of this. Beloveds, godly order is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. If you want to be a part of the kingdom of God, beloveds, you must learn to submit. Understand that the love displayed at Calvary defeated sin and it abolished death. Surely love can transform the hearts of men and the homes, beloveds, that we occupy when we become submissive to one another. Selah.